welcome to Great Lakes Gaming. My name is Nicholas Cartier, and today is going to be a wonderful kind of day where we can learn to laugh and play and get along with each other. Hey. And I'm joined here today with Dan Allen on March 25th. This is the 25th anniversary of Whitmit Media. It is the 25th anniversary. Uh, I plan on making accurate animal metaphors today, comparisons, really, you know, to things that are like animals. It's yes. my plan for today, Cartier. I, I enjoy it. It's nighttime right now, Cartier. It is nighttime. What, is... what happened? Uh, <laughs> before before we get to it, I still have some shitty jokes to say. Okay, okay. I thought we were naturally. Okay, I'm ready. Will Goku and Banjo-Kazooie be able to duke it out in Super Smash Bros. 5? Has Kyle Melville played Resident Evil VR? Ooh. Is Spyro... Coming out for the Nintendo Switch in the form of a trilogy on a cartridge. These are all things that we're not going to talk about. Jesus but first, Christ. DJ, Spire. cue up that uh, sweet, sweet corrections music. Still, we, uh, it's already happened to me today, but Spyro. Hey, first of all, Mike B is from Tallahassee. Nice. Second of all, last week, I meant to say buttfucking... <laughs> but I accidentally said butt fucking, so I just wanted to let everyone know that I said butt fucking. But the biggest correction. Wait, wait, no, you fell into an endless loop. I did, I did. We got it got <laughs> rapid. See, that's the best part. Is like, ah, all right. So the thing, that. the thing with corrections today is this is the second recording of episode twenty-five it of really Great Lakes Gaming. It's the twenty-fifth anniversary of the first recording. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we had some. Some audio problems. Technical difficulties. Yes, and it's horrible because we had like a full, we had a full cast, we had a full house. Five people. We had a guest. We had a guest, everyone. The first female guest on Great Lakes Gaming. Yes. I swear it happened. It well, is. No, uh, the second. I'm sorry, See, Genevieve. The, the, funny th the funniest thing is like, she's the she's the first guest that has written in to the podcast. It's true. And made it onto the show, and then we just had, like, not good quality. Dreams became reality. I know, but shout out to Adrian Duggan. She is a Michigan artist, and... Drop the Instagram. Exactly. If you want to check out her Facebook page for her arts, it is Sidonic Art. S-Y-N-O-D-I-C Arts. Other than that... Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, other than that, sorry. But, yeah, we recorded this podcast already. With five people, now it's just two of us, Nicholas Cartier and myself. For the 25th anniversary. You know, while we're crediting people, Harley yeah. and Kenny Wooten. Yes, or Hooten. The Hooten. The Hooten family. The Hooten. I think it's Wooten. Uh, yeah. From Smooth Sailing. They made they, that song, Cartier. They made that song. We made 25. 25 episodes, yeah. And we're alone. It's like the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> like, everyone, <laughs> everyone's gone. It just turned into us. Yeah. With real crisp audio. I hope. Uh, I hope. If we have to record it a third time, then Corrections is going to need us to do more Corrections. But that should be good enough for Corrections this week. So, uh. so just to, to get this clear, even though we've cut the cast from 5 to 2, Cartier, we still don't have time to talk about Spyro 1, 2, and 3, <laughs> the remaster. Uh, well, yeah. Okay, we don't. No, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll still probably talk about it. But... Mm. Forgot about that. 
till we have to do it again. Are you uh, are you ready to talk about stuff we already talked about today? Here's the thing. It's going to be a way different podcast. It's just way different. It's just only two of us. Yeah. Things you didn't hear that don't matter now. and like, Yeah. I'm excited. Let's so talk guess, about the Nintendo Direct again, Cartier. Yes. The Nindies. I don't see the thing was I wanted to get Kyle to say Nindies as many times on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I got him to say it a couple times, but you guys will never hear it. Right. I'm sorry about that. He said it like uh like Nindy. That's how he does it. My Nindies. Right. I would go like Oh my Nindies like just really like not even British. <laughs> but enough, enough, enough dwelling in the past. Dan Allen, what did you play this week in gaming? This week in gaming. I'm excited for this week in gaming. Uh, Cartier, I played. Where did we leave off last week? Ooh, where did we leave off last week? I think I had played one or two episodes. The first two episodes, I believe. Life is Strange from Square Enix. Don't nod. It's like a few years old. Maybe like four years old? Yeah. Before the Storm, the prequel series came out. Uh, came out last year. So I'm playing through it. And, man, it's hard for me to talk about this game, so I'm even trying to remember how I talked about it earlier. I remember reiterating that when I hear others talk about it, they like, what can you say? Because you don't want to spoil anything. You want to say, play this game. If you like, If you like any game where you've ever had to make a decision... I think you'll enjoy how this is done. Uh, even moments when, because there's time travel, I kind of explained this earlier. And I probably explained it too much earlier, so this is the better version, guys. Don't worry. Uh, because of the time travel, it's like when you, you're jumping around to all these different points in time, it's easy to feel sometimes by going back in time very far that you're like all the decisions I've made in previous times you know they don't it's the thing is it's not like oh it's the journey it's like the situation you're playing as one character and like you are fucking with time and like sometimes sometimes things backfire on you and like don't go how you thought because you don't know what the fuck you're doing Uh, fucking around with changing things in the past and then getting thrown back to what the timeline is currently at you know skipping all that time I'm trying to say this, Cartier. Of all the games that say your decisions matter, it feels like they do in Life is Strange. You know, um, I do think that you personally would like this. I said earlier to Trey he would. I think he agreed. He's like, you know, guys, you, Trey's a hard read. You know? Because <laughs> uh, what does he, like, love? He loves a lot of, like, turn-based RPG things. I know he loves Persona. Like, yeah. If we were more popular and there were memes, that would be the meme. His love for Persona. Um, I think he loves all of Persona. You know, like, the dungeon diving and, like, the social link. Like, uh, I'm not usually one that's like, oh, sweet, another high school story. (laughs) But, like, it's so well done. I can easily say for the first five episodes, because I've finished Life is Strange now, the actual, what is known as Life is Strange, uh... The writing is so good, even though it's easy to point out sometimes when it's really corny. Uh, like, not good. Uh, but the, the actual decisions, like, assisted suicide is something that is brought up in this game, and I've never seen it brought up in a serious light in a game. Or done well enough for me to remember it being, like, oh, it was, I don't want to give too much about this game. Play this game. It is weird. You're just a teenager that can rewind time. Mm-hmm. 
And you said in, um, in the prequel game that just came out, you can't do that anymore. You play as a different character, right? Yeah. Um, I think I heard someone I'm not normally listening to talk about video games. Like, maybe you're listening to us right now, and you don't, you're like, what is Great Lakes Gaming? I don't usually listen to you guys. I was listening to Greg Miller from Kind of Funny, and he was, like, uh, talking about how before he loves Before the Storm, which is the prequel. And he's like, it's got no business being as good as it is. And him listing the reasons just reminded me, because it's not Don't Nod. Um, Life Strange 2 is going to come out, and that's back to Don't Nod, uh, developing it through Square Enix, but it's like Deck 9 or someone else that does Before the Storm, and there's no rewind mechanic because you're a different person, and it's like, we've already played the timeline after this, so it's like, we kind of know what's going to happen, and the main character you are now is in the first game, uh, and she's voiced by Ashley Birch, who does Aloy in Horizon, but that's not who does it, it's like a different voice actor, because it's also younger a little bit, you know, yeah. whatever reason, different voice, all these reasons it shouldn't be great, and it's so much fucking better, <laughs> I've played the first episode, I can tell you, Chloe's, uh, sorry if I'm rambling about Life is Strange, but, oh, that's fine, there's only two of us, yeah. you know, your power to replace, like, rewinding time for Before the Storm, uh, which once again, I won't tell you that much about, you just go play it, uh, but it's literally running, running someone's shit verbally so fucking hard, and cutting to their core with your words, as hard as you can and breaking them via not even quick time events. It's just like it is timed, but it's like dialogue options and there's just right and wrong things to do. You have to insult them in intelligent ways. So <laughs> you, have, you have to use you have to use what they said. Like the game's like use what they said. Yeah. <laughs> Run their shit. Like uh until you get your way. <laughs> and uh it's so good. I remember sitting there in the first episode, uh You've done it like four or five times, maybe. If you you don't have to do it, there's other dialogue options. Yeah. It's just like, do you want to initiate? Like, don't let them get away with this bullshit. I'm like, okay, yeah. Confrontation. Yeah. I get it. Um, It's like, I was sitting at the principal's desk with weed in my pocket. She's got weed in her pocket. And, uh, (laughs) just like, call them the fuck out on that dirty shit you know about. I'm like, because it's at that point, it's like, ah. He's like, I thought he was going to search me right there. And he's like, oh, I'm going to need to see you after class. And I'm like, motherfucker, I'm still going to have this weed in my pocket after class. Like, even if there's a situation, like, I don't want to go through that. If it's going to let me try and run your shit, I'm going to try and run your shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is the same school, so there are a lot of returning characters, principals, and stuff like that. Life is Strange, very worth playing. I think it's the only thing I, I played this week, Cartier. So, 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 so you're loving it, right? But, um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, hitting, hitting quotas on episode 25. Mm-hmm. 25th anniversary. Nicholas Cartier, I think I can, I could say more, but I don't want to say anymore. My life is strange, which makes me bring up the question, what do you think everyone else played in gaming this week? I think, I think Kyle played 15 minutes of Horizon. It was Assassin's Creed, man. It was Assassin's Creed? Cartier, I'm leaving. If you're not going to be a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it could have been Horizon. Oh, it probably was Horizon. Assassin's Creed was weeks before. Yeah. The 15 minutes thing freaks me out. Like, There's only so yeah. many games I can pick up for 15 minutes and put down. Builders, not one of them. Yeah. No, I need to get back on Builders. but Wait, but what did... What did Trey play? Ooh. I was going to skip to the, the sauce. Hmm. Which is you. <laughs> Trey played... We can't recreate it, can we? Man, 
Probably just Shadow of the Colossus. What did he play Mario Kart? He played a lot of, um... Oh, what's the game he was playing? He was playing it with, um... I, I, I can literally look it up and I'm looking it up on my phone right now because I know what it is. The 25th anniversary the 25th anniversary episode leads to a lot of, a lot of questions. You know, uh, really just Nicholas Cartier and Dan Allen sitting in the room thinking about what Trey said earlier he might have played for you know, anywhere from 2 to 20 hours straight because that's what you don't know about Trey. Sometimes he has 20 hours straight to dedicate Trey, to... Trey, Trey has been playing a lot uh, of Until Dawn. I was going to say RuneScape. Oh, yeah, damn it. <laughs> How do you not remember? Until Dawn, yeah, yeah. I thank you for that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, thank you, yeah. Until Dawn. Um, uh, I, was looking, I was looking through a lot of dialogue about Sith Lords before mm-hmm. I could find that. Sometimes I'm like, do I buy Until Dawn? Do I buy Hidden Agenda? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'm maybe. Um... Yeah, no, but no. Forget all that, Cartier. What did you, I just really want to know. Adrian played pinball. I remember she played oh, yeah. multiple Adrian, things. Adrian played pinball. She Oxenfree, played Dragon Veil. Sure. Oxenfree, I was watching her play it when she first mm-hmm. got it. And like, uh, like it looks it looks like a fun game. It looks pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of, it's it's a uh, it's almost like a walking simulator. Like, one of those games where it's like, go down this path. But like, it gets weird. Mm-hmm. It gets weird. And there's like ghosts and like triangles. I wonder if she, uh... Knows about little nightmares. We uh yeah we watched the direct on it yeah and I was telling her about little nightmares and she was looking she, she was like, like little nightmares yeah that's what I told her she was looking and she was like it looks like a really cool game yeah no, no I fucking oh man what'd you play this week in the gaming Cartier well first of all I have to preface that by saying <laughs> this week in gaming is brought yes. to you by Limit Media Limit Media Incorporated and Limit Media LLC but. Agreed. It's all right. <laughs> ah, it's horrible because, like, Adrian was, like, the intern that Jenny sent. And I just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what Jenny's going to have to say about this. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't believe, you know, we were going to try and not really talk, even though we talked about it. Yeah. Not talk about the podcast. It doesn't exist from this morning, but, yeah, <laughs> that was the new intern from Jenny. Like, yeah. the Jenny-era intern in... Oops. Oh. Right. <sighs> Worst case scenario, she's going to be like, Cartier and Dan are going rogue. You let Cartier moderate one podcast. No, that's the other thing. I don't even think I've said this. I was excited for you to moderate the Nintendo one, the ones after Directs. Which right. is what we're doing, I swear. Mm-hmm. But no. it's just the two of us, so you're moderating me. Yeah. And I'm getting out of fucking hand, Cartier. <laughs> but, alright, so this week in gaming, I played, I played a lot of more Kirby Star Allies. And I have to say, it is very, very, very enjoyable. I like the way that you can you can combine different, like, elements together. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have that yo-yo, and you have one of those fire guys with you, you hold up on the D-pad, and then, like, you get, like, a flaming yo-yo. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Not well, like, you can do that with, like, swords, and you can get, like, a wind sword or, like, a water sword. And, like, I just, like, I really enjoy just, like, mixing the abilities together and just, like... See, seeing what they made in this game possible, because that's that's something that they brought new to that franchise. Like, you've always been able to absorb abilities, right. but to absorb an ability and then use, like, a friend's ability to create a different ability. That's sweet, yeah. Yeah. So it's all about the teamwork in this one, clearly. Mm-hmm. I'm about ele- um, elemental swords. It's a weird thing to say, but, like, when I think about 
<laughs> like flaming swords. Like. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. You can do it with a lot of different things. So, like, if we were playing two-player, mm-hmm. right now they have this, um, they have, like, a stage that you unlock on each, like, the worlds. Because it's, it's set up kind of like a Mario, like, overworld. So it's got, like, this is your world, and, like, you have to play through these levels, and then you fight Bowser, but you're not fighting Bowser. You fight DDD first. Mm-hmm. And after, after you do that, you get to um, unlock DDD as a playable character. So, like, player two can play as him if he wants to. So then, like, you get DDD with his mallet, but you can put that mallet on fire because that type of thing applies to all the characters. Uh, so, like, it's not just, like, Kirby absorbing ability mm-hmm. and then, like, using a power. It's, like, if player two is, like, the swordsman. Or, all right, if the player two is the Waddle D with the spear, yeah. You can light that fucking spear on fire if just, you have a fire guy with you. Just a waddle dee. Just I just wanted to say waddle dee because I was like, yeah, that's a creepy character. Do we get the official name for that waddle dee? I think it's just waddle dee. Nice. Okay. I think it's just waddle dee because yeah, I know it's the one with the spear. I think it's just like spear waddle dee or like I like that's what exactly I was looking for. That sound <laughs> maybe just waddle dee spear waddle dee. Yeah, but no, there's just like. There's just a bunch of different uh, abilities that are, like, staples to, like, older Kirby's games. Like, I really like the way that it plays, because I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. It plays a lot like Nightmare in Dreamland. Mm, you're telling me it plays... Yeah, and, like, that's, like, that's like the only Kirby game I've ever played before. So, to pick up a new Kirby game in, like, the year 2018 and have it be exactly where I left off from is fucking great. You know, <laughs> I know that you and Olivia already had this conversation, but it's also the only one she's played mm-hmm. that she owned. So I'm excited yeah. for all of us to play that game together it is, sometime. It is just a quality game. Enjoyable. But other than that, I downloaded <laughs> I downloaded PUBG Mobile onto my phone. Ooh, yeah. I've been playing that. There's been an update. Well, that's the thing, yeah. I've been playing it a lot more <laughs> because like time has passed since the last this week in gaming. 25 years. So like, I've been able to play a little bit more of it. And the way I've been playing it is there's a mode where it's a squad mode and pretty much it sets you up with four people. And those are like, those are your guys. If you get shot down, but not dead, like, they're the guys who can revive you. So I've been trying to stick close to them. And I've been doing pretty alright. I don't know what, like, the ratio is to, like, people versus bots. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, actually, like, oh, there's a hundred people on this, like, server. Because, like, it runs really, really, like, smooth. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just, like, my phone and, like, my my service. Or if it's, like, there's actually, like... 20 characters that are playing and the rest of the room is just filled up with bots yeah because like i feel like they need one hell of a server to have like 100 p like multiple 100 people servers running yeah i don't know how well i can kind of tell you not really i just know that i mean however they do it it definitely takes a visual hit you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like PUBG, people give it too much shit i think it doesn't look as terrible as people say that's just like the age we live in but I, I I've been playing it. I, I don't think it looks bad at all. Like yeah. how does it look on the mobile? I'm interested in that, man. It I can queue it up right now for you if you want me to. Sure. But it does not look bad at all. Like I don't know. It's weird. I'm not usually one to play a shooter game because I usually don't have like an actual console. But I have Nintendo Switch now, and like if they can get it to run on my cell phone, then they should definitely be able to get it to run on my Nintendo Switch. But pretty much right now, as you can see, it's loading up. It's like, please connect to Facebook. Yeah. 
You still jump out of the plane in mobile? Yeah, you still jump out of the plane and everything, but, like, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin my record by going in a game just so I can show you what it's like. The, lo- the lobby is weird before it starts. It gives you, like, a minute to just run around with the rest of the people. Oh, like, okay, so, yeah. yeah it's so like this, but pretty much you go like that, you move the camera, you can jump up, you can lay down if you want, or, like, squat. You can punch people. Now, is it mobile mixed with people playing on Xbox? And uh, that I don't know, but someone's kicking the shit out of me now. But I'm going to get out of that lobby. But, nice. you know, as you can see, like, it doesn't look bad. No, no. It doesn't, doesn't look, look bad, bad at all. And I don't know. I have, I've never played Fortnite. I wouldn't say that, like, I don't know. Because I know there's a lot of, like, if you play PUBG, you don't play Fortnite. And I... It's one battle royal or the other. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I think people like all the... The people... The way I think the video game industry is looking at, like, the people that like Battle Royale games. So, I don't think that's 100% wrong. Like, there are people playing both. There are people playing Fortnite that don't play the, the Battle Royale on Fortnite or PUBG. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's people out there like you and me. There's people out there like you and me. Um... Should oh, we... Can I talk about one last thing in gaming, British for it? Absolutely. I played a demo at Target. <laughs> they just switched that up, and it was like Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nope. It was like Odyssey. I'm like, nope. Obviously, I've touched those games. I haven't really played much Breath of the Wild though. That's real. Yeah. But I went to Snipper Clips. I've never touched Snipper Clips. I have never touched it either. I've heard good things about Guess it. Guess what? It's great. <laughs> um, and me and Olivia played for a little bit, and it was good. And then. We almost swung on each other. Not really, but it is a little intense, guys. <laughs> Teamwork <laughs> is great. Uh, yeah, no, because that's like the the meme for Stipper Rips. Yeah. Pissing motherfuckers off. Like, don't play it with a friend. <laughs> no, play it with friends, guys. Snipper Clips is... It was real fun. I fucking... I enjoyed it, Cartier. So... Just cutting shapes. So would you, would you, say, would you say it's a game worth buying... Yes. However yes. much Snipper Clips, I bet it's like Snipper Clips Plus, I bet it's at most twenty, thirty dollars. Because I know um Snipper Clips is one of like the launch titles. And I know yes. I, I haven't heard anyone shit on it. Like mm-hmm. so there was God, what's the old I don't remember Goldeneye had the this on its box. But there's like an award show that's like got some eyes in it. I'm really bad right now. But I don't know how much it matters. But uh that happened in the last month or two in Vegas, I think. Yeah. A gaming award show. I think it's like one of the final like game of the year, big ceremonies of the year. Right. Snipper Clips won four awards. Nice. Including best puzzle game, and I think it's been winning multiple best puzzle games. Enjoyable. Mario Rabbids also, I think, won a few awards. Uh, unless I got that reversed, Mario Rabbids won four, and Snipper Clips just won best puzzle game. I could be, guys, don't quote me. Corrections next week. Next week in corrections. I will have to do that, unless there's another direct. So. Surprise Pokemon direct. Dude, I'm hoping for it. So, do you think do you think we should dive in, or do you think do you think it's just the trailer? It's just the trailer of the week. It makes me weak. It makes me be quiet at late at night. <laughs> so all the right. neighbors don't yell. Right, guys. Can I say this is. We're not in Litmit Studio. We're we're going rogue. Yeah, we're at my house. 
Uh, if you want to see what Dan's house looks like, watch the backlogged. That That's isn't not up. up. That isn't up. Like the lost <laughs> backlogged. You know, this is the first podcast recorded at night. This is the first Great Lakes Gaming podcast recorded with a mannequin head of Jushin Thunder Liger. Uh, it's actually just a regular mannequin head with the mask of Jushin Thunder Liger. And the first podcast uh, coming live from my home. <laughs> my homestead. <laughs> Classic. But uh, I feel like there's another first for this one. First time it's just me and you. Yeah. That's weird. It's the first time it's the 25th episode. I mean, it's great, Cartier. Our chemistry worked amazing, but... Oh, I know. I'm sad. We had a really good one. It is. It was, um... See, because, like... <laughs> tra- trailing off before we, like, dive head deep into the trailer of the week, we're gonna... Yeah. I totally forgot what I was gonna say. No. What we were gonna do is we were gonna, we were gonna edit up something special. We're gonna edit up something special that's gonna be on YouTube eventually. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. But something special. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We can't we couldn't get that today. We're actually just remaster remastering, re recording. Yeah. But, what trailer? Are we going the same trailer we watched earlier, don't you? Oh uh, yeah, we'll go the same trailer. Okay. This trailer is a way out to the official game trailer. It's on the EA's YouTube Electronic Arts. It mm-hmm. was released now four days ago. Is it midnight? It's come on, Tatra. It's still Sunday. It's still a sweet Sunday. It is. Oh, a way out. Yeah, you were. You play as Leo. <laughs> Escape together, Cartier. Yeah, no, I like the I like the split uh, the split screen split screen aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And how it changes. Yeah. Yeah. D'Angelo asked me earlier, is like, is it always side to side? Like down the middle. I'm like, uh, changes. I forgot it totally changes. Like, because sometimes it's horizontal, sometimes it's fucking yeah. straight King and Lynch. Oh, that's scary. Joseph Farris. Fuck the Oscars. Yeah, no, definitely. It's that it's that guy's game. Yeah. Fuck the Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, this is what he's so passionate about. He's like, just play it, it's great. It looks great. Not I, I commend it just because not a lot of things are built. For also, this one, type of one, of, one of the characters kinda look like him now that I'm thinking about it. Nice. Third third time watching this trailer and Yeah. Perhaps this is true. Cartier. Let me tell you one thought that comes to my mind, and that is that this game has got a lot of goodwill to it, just based on uh, the fact that if you buy it, like because of how it's designed to be played by two players, you can play it like on the couch co-op, but uh, obviously separately. You can you have one free copy for a friend, one digital copy to give away, whatever the Game Pass, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. through EA or through them. It's just like like e- play- EA could use that goodwill. Yeah, they're like play play it with a friend. Yeah, like seriously, that's how this game is designed to play. So it's so dedicated to co-op in a way that like. Cool. Like, not a lot of things aren't. Like, the army of twos have failed, it feels like. The Kane Lynch's have failed. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing that's interesting about this, it's like, there are scenes in this game where, like, someone's trying to rob a bank while the other person is trying to distract mm. the guard. Yeah. Or, like, 
one person will be like solving not not like a puzzle but like they'll be doing like just they'll they'll be actually doing shit while mm-hmm. the other person is in a cutscene and just like from what we saw in the trailer it looks like from what you were saying like the screens the screens like differ in like how big they are it's not just Change. like vertical or horizontal but like artistic emphasis yes. yes yes and then when like you were telling me earlier 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 yesterday but you were telling me that there there are times that like when there's important dialogue going on it fades to the Ooh, yeah it's it, um it just recognizes what audio is more important and puts the emphasis emphasis on that like lowers and raises uh to compensate for what's you, it wants you to hear. It's so good. Especially because it's like... Uh, I mean, I don't know it's so good. It's just... it's such a, The concept to me is is so good because... Yeah. Man. Yeah, I love co-op things, cartoon. Dude, there's like... Not, like, I don't know. There's not a lot of like... Co-op games that aren't like... Solely like Nintendo games, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't, I don't know if that's a true statement. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again for me, I'm sorry. Um, there's not a lot of like split screen co op games for... that are that are not Nintendo. <sighs> it's too late at night to comprehend that statement criteria. I know. Fuck. Next week in corrections. Alright. Ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Riat's Roger Riat is giving ukulele a shot right now. Yeah? He's he's liking it. I didn't say love, I said like. He's liking it. He's like this like he loves banjo kazooie, so he's just like ooh. So so he's trying to be less true. You could say he's establishing the relationship. He's establishing the relationship with the ukulele, the ukulele as characters, as people, as chameleons, and a bat, a single bat, Cartier. Do we talk about the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast? Do we have anything else about a way out? Really? Um, it's out. Oh, it came out. Yeah, it came out on um. March 23rd. Is that PS4, Xbox? PS4, One. Xbox, possibly Steam, not Switch. Mm-hmm. Coming come, soon. Come, come out for the Switch. Come soon to Switch. Fuck the Oscars. Do me a favor and make it come on the Switch. Make it happen. Me and Mo- make it happen, guy. Miyamoto loves the Oscars. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> he's like, huh? He's, he's planning on winning an Oscar for that Mario movie. He's playing. I like the. I love an impression of Miyamoto where it's just my voice, but saying no, like no, no, no. Like that's Miyamoto. That's Cartier. What's happening? What's happening with just the two of us? Uh, it's just the Nintendo. Uh, so the Nindies had a spring showcase mm. on Tuesday. Yes, they did. They did. <laughs> and it was hosted by Damon Baker and Kirk Scott and... Who are those guys? Uh, very, mm. very, very distinct people. They are distinct fellas. One one, one of them looks like they want to be Mark Ruffalo. Whoa, okay. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo's popped up so much in my life in the last two weeks. Wow. Everyone's got Ruffalo on the brain. Yeah. I <laughs> I just watched Ragnarok. It's a great movie. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. No, maybe. I don't know. But, no, so the guy, these guys had, um, they had a 
spring showcase for the Nindies, and pretty much what the Nindies are, if you don't know, are indie games on the Nintendo Switch. Brought to the Switch. Da 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 da. Well, they presented fourteen Nindie titles, and, and they did it in like twelve minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, they did. I got we're, it in. We're gonna do it much longer. Cool, cool. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go in order of how they were showcased on their on their Nindies Direct, if it was a direct. I like it. Yeah, that's uh, still a direct, right? Is it? Do I do? Oh, but do we call it the Nindie Direct, the Nintendo Direct Nindie Showcase? Summer, spring, showcase, 2018? What do we call it? Title pending. Title pending. Title pending. This week in title pending, Mark of the Ninja is getting remastered for the Switch. Mm. And pretty much what that is is a side-scrolling action stealth video game that will show you what it is like to be a ninja. It is coming out in fall 2018. Fruit Ninja remastered. No, that's disrespectful, Cartier. I won't say that. Uh... (laughs) This game looks like uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't love stealth games, and stealth platformer seems like the the phrase as a combination of words that is like gonna trick me into playing a game. I don't. I might not love. Yeah. Like, I just. It's just a preference thing. Like uh, if games partially have stealth, uh, like like if it's I'll a, either do it or I'll like. <sighs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It's always nice to like have the option to go around the guard, but then it's also. Very very nice to like take out take out your gun and just be like ah Metal Gear you know because like that's tactical espionage but at the same time you can go in there guns blazing Metal Gear Colonel when stealth is an option that's when I find more drawn to it when it's like because there's some it's like more than one really like artsy ninja stealth game that I would like to play it's not. Uh, I've actually never heard of this title. It's, it's not the only ninja game that's coming out on this Nindies. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know what your thoughts are. But you know, I love platformers. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably won't play this game. There's a couple games on this list that strike my fancy. Cut the old eyeball. Yeah, Mark, Mark of the Ninja, sadly, is not one of them. If you want to try it out, it is going to be remastered, and it will be out in the fall of 2018. Mm-hmm. Do they give many um, dates in this one? There are no confirmed dates for any of these. They're all like really? fall, summer, spring, or coming out in the year. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So nothing really definitive, but but I think a lot of these titles are probably maybe the next month when they say spring, right? Yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely. spring spring technically just started, so right. They make that still makes me think. Who knows? It's coming. This is what they've been doing recently, I feel. It's out. Well, the second game that they were talking about is called Fantasy Strike. And pretty much this kind of game is fantasy meets martial arts. And what they said is anything can become a weapon. Mm -hmm. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. But. I think there's just. It's weird they say it like that. Yeah. I wonder if you can pick up like Streets of Rage style. See, that's what I'm thinking because they say that, but at the same time they have these um they have these weird mechanics where it's like you can fight using gambling. Yeah, I saw that. Or you can fight with like using fire, wind, water. The painter had a paintbrush in his or her hand and hit like the uh, the Ryu uppercut. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but you know, it was like a sweet like um Technicolored, multicolored, like trail that was left after post uppercut in like a, you know, three quarters of a circle. 
And I was like, yeah, and that like convinced me because then I started thinking, and I know I asked you this maybe not even on the podcast, maybe in a car earlier, that uh, like how many fighting games are even on the Switch? Like true fighting games. And I don't want to say Pokemon isn't a true fighting game. Yeah, but like Pokemon's... arcade style. Yes, exactly. That's like, what I'm talking about. Arcade I, style. I mean, I know there's um one coming Street, out. Street Fighter is on there. That's the SNK. SNK Heroines is a thing coming out. Yes. But, you know, this just looks like straight up. Hey, here's an here's an indie fighter. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like perfect. Not perfect. I mean, that's just interesting. <laughs> perfect. I was like, just making sure we weren't dying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it's very interesting. Yeah, Fantasy Strike is one of one of the five or six things that really did catch my eye because I would play that. If you're like play this with me, Dan, it wouldn't take a lot of convincing. Yeah, we'd be doing it. See, like I'm not, I'm not big on like those kind of fighting games. Yeah, like, I'm not super. I'm not, I'm not good at like stuff like Mortal Ooh, Kombat. It said it was simplified actually. Well, yeah, no, it said, oh yeah, no, it I definitely said it was gonna be a simple fighting game. I was just like, yeah, I, I was just accepting that because I liked what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so maybe when I say true fighting, I should have been paying attention to how the battling actually is. I assume it just meant like simplified like special moves or, well like, didn't it say i'm pretty sure they said something about how like there's a lot of like mm. you can memorize things but it's also about like making oh, it strategy based yeah yes 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 i do recall but fantasy strike it'll be out in the summer of 2018 nice the next game is one of the ones that caught my eye and it's called just shapes and beats mm-hmm and Just Shades and Beats is a musical bullet hell game. It's a kinetic frenzy of shapes set to a beat featuring over 20 chiptune artists. And it looks like you can have up to uh, at least two players, possibly four players, playing in this game on the same screen at once. Like bullet hell rhythm, I think is what they say. Yeah. Or is it what Kirk said? <laughs> his name? Yeah, at that point, that's when Kirk came in. Oh, he Kirk. likes... He likes long walks on beaches. <laughs> he liked, and strong indie titles, and which strong. just shapes and beats looks like a strong indie title. It does. It um, really does. Was that one of the ones made exclusively, exclusively on the Switch? Yes, there, is, there are a couple of them that are exclusive on the Switch, but this is one of them. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It reminds me a lot of um, Geometry Wars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but it looks it looks like a fun game. Like, it's very. Aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. It also looks like a lot of shit's going on, so. Yeah. But it's really just shapes and beats. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be coming out in the summer of 2018. It's getting late, Cartier. It is. Um, The next game was Garage. And Garage looks like a top-down shooter. It's inspired by VHS-era B-movies. Mm. And pretty much what you're going to be doing is... Killing the living dead and mutants while collecting different weapons. They dropped a line about... First off, did we... I think I asked you this earlier. I'll ask you again because I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> this is why it was mature? One of the reasons? Or was there two, one or two reasons? Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah, Garage. This game. They were, they were talking about how like there, there are things they can't even show in the drag. I'd say they dropped a line on us. That said exactly what you said. And yeah. Yeah, it made me think. I'm like, oh, yeah. Wonder what's in garage. What's in the garage? <laughs> mm. Well, one thing I do know is it's gonna be out in spring twenty eighteen. And the other thing is it kinda looked like my garage. Yeah. But it looks like it could have used a pool table, bringing us to the next game using the same segue that they used. 
Pool Panic. Pool Panic is an Adult Swim's game, and your garage. Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> Pretty much, you're you're a giant game of pool, mm-hmm. and you ah oh, things I didn't talk about in the last podcast. Yeah. So pretty much what you do is um you're fending yourself off from enemies like biker balls to sink the eight ball, but there's also different there's also like different like ways that you're playing this game like yeah you're playing a game of pool but at the same time like there are points in the game where you're gonna be walking around like a cue ball mm-hmm. like walking walking around with like feet yeah that's great yeah that's what I want I want that full yeah <laughs> I think it's like Hinting at like RPG elements, but I, you know I want that full RPG as, as a cue ball. <laughs> uh, you know I'm a Paddington Peas fan, Cartier. Yes. The Paddington Peas. How, how long have I a podcast and the Paddington Peas don't come up for me? <laughs> uh, oh my lord. So. With all the dirt and the seeds. So there's um there's a hundred levels in this game. It's going to be four-player, local, and online co-op, and it is one of the system exclusives for the Nintendo Switch. Mm. So, Adult Swim making a game exclusively for the Nintendo Switch. That's probably the other mature thing. Because I remember uh, Accounting Plus, which is another adult, I think it's Adult Swim games. Uh, definitely mature. Yeah. P. But this is one of those ones where it said it's going to be coming out later this year, so we don't get a season. Ooh, salty. I like um, the uprising of indie games being successful on Switch if you are, like, solving all your problems with golf or, like, solving all your problems with pool or, like, we need one for curling. Uh, I've I've always been a big fan of the world's fate depending on a children's card game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yes. Oh yeah, Cartier, there's something I want to show you before uh, you leave today. Something up your alley. I don't know, it's something called Box Peak. And like, I'm not trying to plug it, but I said the name of it, so if people are interested by a weird titled thing. But yeah. Um, Cartier, here's the thing about cue balls. No, here's the thing about curling. You ready for this tangent? Yeah. It's going to be about... about Pro wrestling. Bill Goldberg <laughs> is in a horror movie, a B horror movie, a VHS era, no, a DVD era B movie called Santa's Slay, where he plays Santa Claus. Um, he has reindeer that eat uh, human meat. Um, he is an evil Santa Claus. Uh, Anyways, the final battle at the end is curling, <laughs> but towards a circle cut in the ice of the local ice rink, but it's not where it would normally lead. Today it magically leads to hell. So curling into the pit of hell against Bill Goldberg is how that movie about Santa Claus ends. Just worth bringing up, especially this time of year. (laughs) (laughs) What's the next Nindy? I'm sorry. The next Nindy is one that really caught my eye. It's called Bomb Chicken. I like missed this. I've heard you describe it and I'm interested. So it's it's a chicken platformer. And what you do is you solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. And you you lay these eggs, and these eggs are bombs. And you lay them, and you wait a couple seconds, and they explode. But you can stack them. You can stack them three high. <laughs> yeah. So you're solving puzzles like there's like not bullet bills shooting something at you. So you right. stack up three eggs, and it blocks the bullet. You know you can use Off it like brand bill. Hmm? You mm-hmm. can use them defensively. You can use them to uh, like platform yourself up to a place that 
you didn't be able to like you couldn't be able to reach as like long you as platform you platform off. Yeah, yeah as long as long yeah. as you get off of it before it explodes, you know. That's cool. But interesting. Pretty much you uh you're stacking bomb eggs and you're trying to find out the secret to BFC's signature blue sauce. Whoa. The blue sauce, eh? The blue sauce. We didn't talk about this earlier. What do you think is in the blue sauce? Well, in my in my professional video game opinion, mm-hmm. brought to you by Limit Media. Yes. The eggs were blue. The bomb eggs were blue. <clears throat> so I think. What was the next Nindy? I think I, <laughs> I think you're gonna have to crack some eggs to find out the secret of the blue sauce. Ooh. But this is gonna be coming out in to make that this, omelet. The summer of 2018. The next game was Mm -hmm. Luminous Remastered. And this was a game that I'm going to do my best to explain again because I didn't get it before and I didn't get it. I still don't get it. I don't understand it. Let's do it and still not spend that much time on it because me and you both don't care that much. Yeah. Um, So pretty much... No offense, Luminous. It's... um, there There are these light bombs and it's a puzzle game... It's, it looks like it's sideways Tetris. Yeah. But there's different stuff going on. Um, there's techno beats that work with your Joy-Cons, like, rumble feature. So you can feel the beats in your hands. <laughs> you, but yes. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I was looking at the game, and I was listening to him talk about it, and, like, I replayed it, like, three times to try and understand this game just by, like, the 12 seconds that they gave to it. Right. I'm, I'm giving this game more time than they gave to this game. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was weird. You'd like hit puzzle elements within like a small like yeah little moving. It's like Tetris uh, and like Audio Surf and I don't know. I don't get it. But if you if you're into it, email us at l i t m i t m e d i a at at gmail dot com. I think the me saying at made you say dot. It's no, like I, 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 was, I was gonna say dot. I said dot last time too. Oh what? <laughs> yep. That was how I said it. That's so crazy. Dun, 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 dun. Cartier, that's interesting. Yes. Oh, yeah. Only one can say that. It is going to be coming out in spring of 2018. The next game, the next game that they were talking about was Reigns, Kings and Queens of the Morelli Devolver Digital. So pretty much what this game is, you're you're a modern monarch, and you face the requests from allies, enemies, and peasants. And your word is law, but not everyone agrees with what, like, not everyone agrees with your decisions. And they're trying to throw you out of power. Mm. And it's almost like, it's almost like a card flipping game, but pretty much like every decision that you do, like, it affects what goes on and it affects what, like, how the people in your kingdom, like, perceive you. And pretty much what you're trying to do is just, like, Outwit and outlast. <laughs> outwit and outlast. How long can you stay in power kind of thing, right? Yeah. Published by Devolver Digital. I know, I know you said that. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, the Devolver game is, it looks really, really always interesting at the very least. I would play this game, Cartier. It's one of the five or six that I was like, oh, that's a game I'd play. Mm-hmm. I'd play a lot of probably. It depends on how, you know, how it feels, I guess, um, yeah. how exactly it's laid out. I like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's already out for like mobile or some handheld. I don't know. 
Because this is, I think this is definitely it coming to the Switch. Uh, yeah. It's not, like, exclusively on it. But it will be here in spring of 2018. Ooh. I'll play that. I'll play that, idea. The horrible. Not horrible. The next, so the next game that they were talking about is called Lightfall. And this was, like, probably the strongest game that they had. Mm-hmm. Yes. They spent the most time on it. But pretty much this, uh, is a, this is a platformer. And what you do is you use this thing called the Shadow Core. And it lets you propel yourself into the air to make your own path. And pretty much by that it means, like, you can use the Shadow Core to, like, make yourself jump and or teleport, zip, whatever you want to call it. But you're just, like... Dan, how much Naruto have you watched? <laughs> I'm going to really give you an answer to this question. I would give an estimate of... Uh, when you watch it on Netflix, is Naruto like 21 minutes? Or like, what is it? 21? Alright, uh, I've probably watched 43 minutes of Naruto in my life. <laughs> so One of those is a full episode. Then there's a lot of partials I added to be about that. Yeah. So, pretty much, <laughs> like, what... what <laughs> What the characters do in it is, like, sometimes they'll do this thing called the Shadow Clone, and they're, like, Mm -hmm. they'll use it to, like, jump higher. So they'll use it to, like, boost themselves higher. This is what the Shadow Core is doing for you. So, like, you can pretty much, like, jump higher, use the Shadow Core, jump higher, use it, and just, like... Nice, nice. Bounce back and forth. Yeah, the... the, It's great. I'm sure once you have it, it feels amazing, Mm -hmm. but... It, lo- it looks fun. It looks super intense, super great. Like one of the strongest games of this whole showcase, like you said. Yeah, and one of the things that they were talking about is they're introducing a speedrun mode. It's like they listened to the pe- like mm-hmm. what the people were saying about it. At all those awards, they flash like, tw- like 16, 12, like indie awards, like festival things, and it's just like... Har- I remember the one of the ones in the center is like a uh, hardcore game of... The fucking whatever of whatever that situation was, but there was like as I was flashing by, there's one from like IGN, and the it's quote? like yeah, mm-hmm. it's like finally a platformer, and then I just like <laughs> oh no, that was not IGN. Maybe it was IGN. I don't think it was IGN. That's like uh yeah. Oh man, I'm freezing here. What's it? No, something that changed. It's actually like changes. The genre of platforming. Oh, yeah, no. I'm like, oh, they're, they're expecting they're expecting it to be a like a it looks good. It, lo- it looks like it, it looks like you could break the wheel. It looks like they only showed you three worlds. Yeah. Except for some like is all this they're showing me all of one world. It's like is there nothing else? Is this the whole game? You know, it's an indie game, I don't really know how in depth it could be. Being an indie game could be such a long stretch of money between each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but no, then I watched a little closer. I saw like a few shots of the forest level and a few shots of like a dark, like maybe cave level. And I'm like, oh, I bet there's like, there's a lot of worlds, and some of these end worlds are probably real good looking, yeah. like real crazy, like aesthetic. Because so, um, I definitely like how what we've seen looks. And yeah, man. Lightfall. Lightfall. It's going to be here <laughs> spring 2018. Mm-hmm. So not too long. Good amount of platformers in this. And this whole situation mm-hmm. makes me but feel... This, this next game that they showed, it toned it down. It's not really much of a platformer. It's called West of Loathing. Mm-hmm. And this is a slapstick, Wild West, stick figure RPG. Stick figures. What you do is you're living in the Wild Wild West. 
You're collecting hats. And this game, it looks fun. They said that there's a turn-based combat mode that's in there. Yeah. Where are they Weird. lost me? <laughs> Two quotes. Two quotes, Kirk. Uh-oh. This game uses liberal use of the Oxford comma. And that's where most indie games lose me. <laughs> when they say things like that. Yeah. Yeah, never again. I'll yeah. never play this now. Just, well, I know. I, it looks it looks fun. I'm yeah, just saying that does. like that like whenever people say stuff like that, I'm just like, okay, for sure, nerd. But <laughs> nerd. Yeah. Kirk. Don't say that about Kirk. Can't be that many games left. Um Let's do this. Yes. The next the next game, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think I do. Ooh. I think it's um per Purdue or I think I think it's Purdue. Okay. But pretty much it's a two player exploration puzzle game. It's yes. based on Norwegian like Norwegian art or it's 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 uh, it is inspired by a This is number one or two for me from this direct. This looks like my type of game. It is co-op. It is artistic. It is when I say artistic, it's that's so cheap to say. I'm sorry. It's fucking a good-looking game. What this game looks like looks like what I want to what I want to play. Like, um, yeah. I think that of all the things about video games in general, you wanna you wanna like explore these worlds. Sometimes depends on what you're playing. I like to explore weird worlds, and like. This is, looks like a fucking charming tale about a little, what the world industry's flame teardrop boy. Right. <laughs> There's that. Walking and with his friend. The other character is like a little square. Puzzles. You're going to solve them together? Oh, God, it's going to be so good. And this, these, these puzzles, they will be solved in spring of 2018. Moss. The next game, alright, so the next game looked really interesting to me. This was also the second ninja game, if you're not including the fantasy fighting game. This is, it's called The Messenger, and it's an old school 8-bit action ninja platformer. This is the one that switches? Yes. Ooh, tell me. So, pretty much what happens is you have the power to transform from an 8-bit game to a 16-bit game. And it doesn't sound like much, but that's like going from like... 8-bit Mario to, like, Super, Bar Super Mario World in the same game. Mm -hmm. It's, like, Link Between Worlds or Odyssey going from, like, 8-bit to, like, fully rendered polygons. Right. But not not, not as much, you know? Right, not that jump. Yeah. It's still, it's like, oh, it looks good. It, it does look good. And um, there's time travel in it. it. It's one of the ones that really caught my eye. And it's going to be coming out in the summer of 2018. It only takes so much time travel at a time, Cartier. Life is Strange has got me off the time travel for a while. Right. And then we have, um, they had two more things. The first one was a game called Bad North. And what this game is, is so you're on this island. And you've got to protect it from Vikings. Mm -hmm. And you have to strategize and make sure these Viking cords don't pillage your nice village. So pretty much what you're doing is you're strategizing to protect your island. Mm -hmm. And it's a it's a real time tactic game. Viking horde defense game looks cute. It does. It, look, it looks nice. Real. It yeah. looks nice. That's that's pro probably one of the ones I would most play. Like yeah. a lot of them caught my eye, but like 
Just something simple like that. Like, I'll protect my island. Yeah, no, yeah. I enjoy... <laughs> I enjoy those little guys running on that little island. <laughs> but that game is going to be fun. coming out in the summer of 2018. Mm. And the last game is three games that they announced. Right. But one of them is going to be, at first, a Switch exclusive. And it's going to be Banner Saga 3. One and two are coming wow, out eventually. Ba- three is a three. Switch exclusive? Um, I believe it I believe it is. I, Next great. week in corrections. No, no, sounds right. No, that's sweet. I didn't know that. I did know that two and one were already out. Yeah. I, th- I just thought, in my head, I don't know Banner Saga that well. I was like, three must just be the newest one. But pretty much these games, they, uh, they're story-driven RPGs, and they're like a Norse mythology-esque type of game. And it's by Stoic Games. And the way the way that it looks, it almost looks like an old like He Man, an old He Man cartoon. Oh, how it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I like how it's drawn. Uh, you have to like march with this army and like maintain it, feed it, and like choose when to keep marching and choose when to. And like you have to be like careful because like if like your generals die, then like they're dead. Right, they're not, they're not coming back. Actually, strategizing battle, yeah. And they said it's gonna one and two, Baron Saga one and two are coming out Switch before, and it's gonna carry over. Yeah. The deaths will carry over. Mm-hmm. It should be great. But I, it, look, it looks fun. It looks like a good game. It's probably not something I'm going to get, but I would definitely watch someone play it. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Banner Saga. You know, it's hard to say. I would probably, before I played on PC, I'd probably play on Switch. Like, <laughs> that seems like a really cozy game. Like, you lay in bed, and you just low-key just play Banner Saga. That's what it feels like to me. Yes. Um, that's why I think you should play things like Steam World Dig um, 2 and the first one. They're on the Switch. And that's what I would be doing with them. I'd be laying down playing the Switch. Yeah. No. Never moving. It's been it's been a while since I played my Switch docked. And it's yeah. not because I can't find my Pro Controller. <laughs> it's not because of Ooh, that. I held, held trays earlier today. It felt so right. I know. It's so nice. So I, see, the thing is, like, I can't find my Pro Controller, and I can't find my, like, remote for my TV. Mm-hmm. And that leads me to believe that Phoenix did something with him, because he's always trying to touch him. Son of a and gun. Sometimes, sometimes he jumps the gate and, like, gets into my room. Mm-hmm. I'll, like, get done taking a shower. I'll go in my room, and he's just jumping on the bed. I'm like, what are you? What are you? And he gets under covers. And he's what like, he just fake snores. He's adorable. He's adorable. That was this week in Nindies. So true. Oh, yeah, Banner's Saga. It's going to be coming out summer of 2018. That was this week in Nindies. So it looks like it looks like we've got one more thing, one more thing, and it's just the closer. Oh my god! <laughs> we might have edit. <laughs> <laughs> we closed too hard. Uh, so we didn't really have rules for this when we pressed record, Cartier, except for like obviously the Pokemon no. challenge rules. By the way, Pokemon challenge today. It seems. There's a there's a fresh pack of Pokemon cards. Fresh pack of Pokemon. Cards. Unopened pack of Pokemon cards. I know you're moderating. Do you mind if I, mind if I issue a challenge, though, Cartier? I, I would love it. Because I think what's gonna happen is I'm gonna crack this pack live on the podcast right now. Excuse me for the crinkling. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to point the Pokemon cards towards me. You're gonna pick three of them out, hoping that they are actually Pokemon, and then we're gonna go two out of three. If you get two of the three within whatever rules we establish, 
you're the closer. If you don't and you fail two of the three, Dan Allen, the closer. <laughs> I'm down with it. And then we'll tell everyone else what the rest of the cards are at the end. You should just look at the cards and take out like the energy and the two trainer cards okay. it's going to give you. Vampire, grab scissors. Ah, so... So pretty much the rules for the Pokemon Challenge are pretty plain and simple. What we do is Dan holds a card, and I get to see the back of this Pokemon card, and I get to ask questions. Now, I'm not really sure what the rules are going to be as how many questions I'm going to do. How many questions do you want to do? We have the ability to go about 20 minutes. I'm going to go three cards. Do you think... Remember, we were jumping between 15 and 10. Mm-hmm. 10 seems too intense, 15 too seems too easy. 13. <sighs> Lucky 13, you got 13. I can refuse to answer one question. Yes. Also, And they are, are, we're doing yes or no questions, right? Yes. Which is kind of weird, but we're going to do it. Yeah. Cartier. The name of this booster pack. Sun and Moon Ultra... Prism. Dun, dun, dun. Ten additional game cards. Yay. So, you want me to just take the... Yeah, take the bullshit special out. Special boys out. I'm going to tell you about the special boys, though. Yeah. Wow. Guys, we are in for it. This is going to be a good set of three. <laughs> um, you have a holographic... Holographic? Holographic Mount Coronet trainer card. I don't know what the fuck is that. Once during each player's turn, that player may put down two steel energy cards from their discard pile into their hand. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, you know I've been playing Pokemon all my life, Cartier, but our knowledge is mostly based upon what I know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. I was also thinking about that most of these cards are probably going to be new Pokemon. Right. But then again, you know Pokemon. Yeah. Plus, it's a Sun and Moon pack, so I guess it's like, really, you know what... Well, two or three gens. It's not only Sun and Moon Pack, but it's also, like, the Sun and Moon Pack, because, like, that's Mount Coronet, so that right there, spoiler alert, tells me that there's probably going to be some fourth-gen Pokemon. Interesting. Choose your, uh, point to your first one, Cartier. We'll set it down. We'll set it aside. Is that this? Yeah. Mm. Cartier will get one hint for each of these Pokemon. Which might not be helpful. That one. Ooh, that's a good one. We and, all... and then you pick the next one. Because that's going to be the one when the game starts. We're going to start with the one I pick? Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, no. I, who? Okay, so let's fucking... Do it! Cartier, your time starts now. <laughs> 13 questions. Can I get a number? Uh, no. Because uh, it's only yes or no questions. Ooh, fuck. So that's one, Cartier. Um, playing for closing today. Is it a 7th gen Pokemon? No. Is it a fourth gen Pokemon? No. Fuck. Three questions. Down. Is it a first gen Pokemon? Yes. Sweet. 
Is it a stage one Pokemon? No. Is it a basic Pokemon? Yes. Is it a fire type? Fuck yes. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch. You got five left on my count? Or no, more? Six? I got six left. Six left. Um, I, want it be, I want it to be five. Is it a Charmander? Five questions left, Cartier. That's a no. Is it Growlithe? Four questions left, Cartier. That's a no. Is it a Vulpix? Three questions left, Cartier. That's a no. Is it Magmar? I refuse to answer that. It is Magmar. I can't refuse to answer the actual... <laughs> That's one point, Cartier. All right, man. Maybe. All right. Okay, Cartier. Okay. okay. <laughs> Congratulations on your first victory. Thank you. It doesn't even get me shook. Uh, what was my hint for the first one? Did I give you a hint at all? No. Oh. <laughs> hint for this one. Uh... Give me a hint at five guesses. Okay. Hint at five guesses. Give me, give, you, give, me, give me a hint at three guesses. Good, I'll give you a bad hint right now. Uh, I don't know this Pokemon. Nice. That doesn't help you that much. I'm just, who knows where the holes are. Go ahead, Garcia. <laughs> Is it a seventh gen Pokemon? Cartier, you know I don't know this Pokemon, but judging by number, no. What would you say? What number do you think seventh gen starts at? Like seven something? It's no. Okay. Is it a stage one Pokemon? You know what? It is not. Is it a basic Pokemon? It is. Is it also a fire type? There is no fire type energy on this card, Cartier. <laughs> you really did pick one that I've never heard of. But uh, is it fire type? No. I'll get slayed in corrections. Otherwise. Does it stand on four legs? Yes. Stands on four legs. Is it Litten? No. Okay. You know I love Litten. I know. That's six. Is it an electric type? No. He said so confidently now. <laughs> um, is it a red Pokemon? Like, is the Pokemon red? Judges? Uh, part of its fur is red. Part of its fur is red. Is that 
cannot confirm or deny if that's for. Once again, most of the judges don't know this Pokemon either. Ready for the hint, Cartier? Yeah. Uh, the Gratitude Pokemon. The Gratitude Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Is it an Audino? It is not. What are we at right now? You have five left now? Nine. How many left? One more guess, I'll give you the real original hint. Um. It's not a great one, but. Does it have a tail? Either has a tail or a flower on its back, Cartier. I don't know. It's a bad angle for a card. <laughs> Why would you pick this one, Cartier? <laughs> Is it a grass Pokemon? Ah. I refuse to answer that. <sighs> I have two guesses left. Really? It's number 492. 492? Yeah, that should be. Man, nice. I'm going to do good as long as I don't know any of the Pokemon and can't answer the questions. <laughs> It'll be fine, Cartier. Is it a Deerling? No. Ooh, you might get me on this one. I have one left. It's a thinking music. Music to think to, Cartier. He's taking this seriously. Been taking all he's learned. Not much. He knows the number for sure. Pansier. Great guess. Shaman. Shaman. What's shaman? Fuck. What kind? Do you gotta tell me the type because I feel bad. Uh, flying grass. Did I refuse to answer the grass one? Yeah. Thank God, because it kind of looked like grass. Is that a well, flower you said on the it, back? Well, all right, so Shaman has two different forms. When you said flower, I thought Shaman, but I was like, Son oh, of a beast. I was like, that's so funny. I was like, but it's flowers on its head. Ooh. But no, that's its sky form. Okay. Yeah, I was like, is that a yeah. successful but, Shaman defense? Uh, it's horrible. Shaman came into my head. That's but, a hard one. Mm-hmm. All right. Guys, this is how we do it. This, this, this is how we do it. Uh, all right. Uh, so is there going to be a hint for this one? Um, what was my hint last time? I didn't know it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hint. Uh, I... Love is a strong word. I love it. Is it a basic Pokemon? Yes. Is it a first-gen Pokemon? Yes. Hey, well, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> Is not a first-gen Pokemon. Also, I want to remember as I make that correction that there will be corrections next week. Uh, we will also have a closer next week. And just like next week's closer, this week's closer will be able to close out the podcast. <laughs> However they <laughs> like to in this final round of the Pokemon Challenge. Um, Two questions down. Is it second-gen Pokemon? Yes. Is it Togepi? No. You know he knows I love Togepi. Maybe. Does it stand on two feet? Yes. But in this picture, keeping it cash. Normally, two feet. 
Is it Wooper? No. Yeah, I love Wooper too. Cartier. Is it? <laughs> it's great. Is it a normal type? No. Is the number lower than 175? No. Is it Magby? No, I do love Magby. It was a devil's errand giving you that hint. Does it have wings? No. Trying to think of a hint that won't give it away. I have three guesses left. Three guesses left. Yeah. I still, I know, I still don't want to give it away because I want to win. Uh, two fifteen. Two fifteen. It's too good a number. Does it all? Is it a legendary? No. Dun, 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 the thinking dead air of Pokemon Challenge. I know. It, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it because it's the intensity. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, it, is it a Larvitar? It is not. Are you telling me that you have one guess left right now? I do have one guess. I know that's a second gen Pokemon. I know it's 215. Mm-hmm. I know it stands on two feet, but mm-hmm. it's keeping it cash in the picture. Keeping it cash. And it was a basic Pokemon. So true. Cardier. I can't even ask any questions about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you have to, this is a guess. I'm Do you have a hint? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what is a fair thing to tell you. You know what? Uh, do you want name of a move or main color? Main color. Uh, it's black unless it's gray. I think it's black. <laughs> what a great, what a great clue. Sneasel. Yeah? <laughs> this is the only time there's been bad sportsmanship in the Poke Challenge? It was Sneasel. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's never been that close. I thought I had it, Cartier. Normally, Cartier would win the cards. He's won. I did tear Sneasel. I love Sneasel, too. <laughs> I'm gonna go put that in the trash. Why don't you, uh... Do you want me to do the plugs leading into your closer? Or you just want to plug into the closer? Uh, you can do the plugs if you want. Nice. I can't believe you ripped Sneasel. <laughs> what? Uh, wait. What, before, drama. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, plug it, and then we'll we'll do that for the closer. Yeah, if you want to hear what else is in the pack besides holographic Mount Cornet, you can always find us at litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, fan art of Trey, if you want to, like, draw Trey at a laptop frustrated that, like, our, like the podcast failed at first, <laughs> you can draw that. Um, thanks, Trey. For hanging in there, trying your best. 
Thanks, Cartier. Thanks, thanks everyone for showing up on the podcast. That's not earlier today. Yeah, I feel bad. Thank, uh, you, thank you for our guests, Adrian Duggan, who showed up. Thanks thank for you. Thank you, Jenny, for sending an intern. Thanks, Cartier, for being here now. Thanks, Dan, for remembering what cord go went to that microphone. Yes. Uh, Litmit Media <laughs> on Twitter. Litmit on Facebook. YouTube, you type in Litman of Great Lakes Gaming and you will find us. Uh, the entire Great Lakes Gaming backlog is at litmitmedia.fireside.fm. Uh, that's pretty much the main place to find us right here, right? Right. And then uh, I think your closer today, Nicholas Cartier. So. Is this your closer? Yeah, we're both closers no. for this. Oh, okay. So, pretty much the Pokemon cards that were left are there's Young Goose, Diglett, mm-hmm. Magnemite. Turtnator, I, you Turtnator was gonna be one of my guesses for a Pokemon, but I didn't say it. Uh, that is what I almost chose as mine, and then I decided to do, um <laughs> to go. Oh yeah, and I picked Magmar. Yeah. Yep. There's Buizel or Fuzzle, and then there's Perugly. Perugly, another close choice. I almost picked Perugly. The uh, a little history. If we're both closing, I just want to tell you, real quick, Pokemon Challenge, the first one Cartier failed, and he hasn't failed many. Uh. Do you remember what it was, Cartier? Mime Jr. Mime Jr. is like number 502 or 512. Some, like some that. crazy number. But we are Limit Media. Mm-hmm. This is Great Lakes Gaming. Thank you for listening. Have a good night.